us is a couple new songs to sing. But every song about Christmas has been done. It's already a thing. Are you ready? I am ready. Oh my goodness. Okay. Welcome back, everyone, to Pop Culture Falala. Pop Culture Failures, sister podcast about Christmas music. Hi, Sky. I'm Jake. Hi. I'm... Hi. Do you hate... Do you hate that? (laughs) It's a a little clunky. Uh, We got two more to iron it out. (laughs) I'm sure we'll get it by then. (laughs) I think you you seem to be getting it. (laughs) Do you know what this podcast is, Sky? It's about a Christmas song. I was vaguely aware of that. That's good, because we've done a couple of them already. It's hard to remember things I don't edit, so... So last last week, we you don't listen to it if you didn't edit it? You don't listen to it on... You don't subscribe and listen? <laughs> I listened. Oh, okay, good. Last week, we, we did arguably one of the best Christmas classics, Sleigh Ride. I think we argued that it wasn't really a Christmas song. But it's a Christmas song, even it, You just it only hear it around Christmas. Yeah. Uh, this one... Which is a travesty. You should be able to play it all the way through February. You can play it whatever you want, whenever you want. I guess that's true. You're an adult man. It's like how you eat cookies whenever you feel like it. Uh, But fucking get ready to have ear cookies. Delicious ear cookies. I'm sorry. Have people try and get ready to have people try and complain about you listening to Christmas music if you listen to it anytime before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And February is before Thanksgiving. So (laughs) good luck to you, friend. Today we're doing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which is arguably a much worse song than Sleigh Ride. It makes me angry. Oh, good. I didn't know you had strong anger feelings yeah. about this. I thought I'd leave it for a surprise. I, I don't even think there are as many versions as other songs, just because it's not an interesting... No, it's v- it's very formulaic. It, it it It's got no wiggle room in that storytelling. Yeah, there's not a whole, well. I'll I'll tell you later. We'll get into someone who did do a little wiggle room, Sky. <laughs> Don't you worry. And I thought I'd bring you another tale of tragedy and despair. <laughs> Hooray! Because I know you love when there's tragedy involved in your Christmas songs. Of it course. really perks you up. <laughs> I feed off other sadness. Yeah, well, I'm like a succubus. Buckle but up. There's a sex, dead mom sadness. in this one. I said what? Mom. Okay. I thought you said mime. I was like, that's not oh, that sad. It's a dead mime in this one. Okay, Sky, let's take it back to uh, to the 30s. Okay. You ready? You the year was 1930. Well, the year uh, is 1938, actually. The year was 1938. You know that depression? It's calming down. We're getting back <laughs> to normal. There's a fellow, his name's Robert May, or Bob May, if you will. Mm-hmm. If you're nasty. If you're nasty. Or if you're the book I read that re- referred to him as Bob May. He was a... A copywriter for the advertising department at um, Montgomery Ward, okay. which, you know, we're, we're not from Chicago, we're from the Chicagoland area, that was a big deal, the Montgomery Ward. You don't know, you don't ever know what's going on. Yeah, uh, the I, Montgomery Ward is where the Macy's is now. If you're from Chicago, that, that's probably a sore subject because people were really sad when that changed over. They do the window displays that people go see, Sky, is any of this ringing a bell? I'm familiar with all the words you're I'm saying. I'm familiar with windows. <laughs> I understand all the words you're saying, just in the order you're, you've said them, it doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't matter. It's, it was just the big department store forever sure. in downtown Chicago, Montgomery Ward. That's where Bob May worked. Sure. Meanwhile, his wife is dying. Sure. He has this daughter. She's sad because her mom is dying, and her mom can't like get out of bed and do shit with her. 
like other moms do. She can't get up and run around and, and play and things, mm-hmm. you know. Did it Mom say stuff. what she had? Uh, I, di- I did not, and I didn't look Absolutely. deep enough into it because I didn't want to get that kind of sad. Okay. Because I could take it, I could speculate wildly and make it even more sad. Well, go right ahead. Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> well, I was going to say something along those lines, but more like uh, maybe Bob Mabe was poisoning her with heavy, heavy metals. I don't think so. I think he liked her. Well, you don't know. Well, it could have just been heavy metal poisoning, period, because water pipes were made of lead at that time. Well, that's true. So, anyway, please continue. Well, so his his daughter is sad on account of her mom is dying, and she's like, why isn't my mom like the other moms? So he would tell so she her... She was pretty young when this was happening? Yeah, she was four, I believe. Ah, okay. So he would tell her stories and shit, you know, mm-hmm. normally, and so he made up this story about a reindeer that was different and, and how things are end up okay when you're different. Okay. Originally, the reindeer's name was Rolo the reindeer, mm. and he didn't have a red shiny nose. He uh, could see better in the dark because he had big eyes. Ah, oh. that—that's this is pre-song. There's no song. It's just the story he told to his daughter, and she loved it. So she had him retell it to her all the time, like every night. And he uh, he would add to the to the mythology and the tale. Sure. So he was telling one of his friends at work about it, and they were going to have a. New Year's Eve party, and and Bob May had written funny sketches for the New Year's Eve party in the past, so it wouldn't have been weird for him to get up and talk about, tell this story to everyone. Sure. So Here's he, some bullshit I made up. Yeah. So he, he gets up there, he tells the story, people, people are like, hey, that's all right. But the guy in, in charge of advertising there is like, hey, come into my office, and he wants him to, for the next year, to you know write, a, write this into a story. So they can use it as a little book that they give away at Christmas time. Okay. Because now that the Depression's over, they can afford to do that. And they had always done that in the past where they gave away a, a free Christmas book. So, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, so in the Christmas of 1939, that's the first Rudolph book that they gave away at Montgomery Wards in Chicago. And he, it was it's still pre-song, so he didn't have a shiny red nose? No. He just had giant creepy eyes like that, Zoe Dashnell? He spent that year... Um, <laughs> giant Zoe Dashnell baby eyes. He... He spent that year refining it, and so over that year and telling the story to his daughter, the red nose thing came into play, and uh, at least two places I saw, he saw the lights on Michigan Avenue in the fog, and mm-hmm. he was like, oh, hey, what if he was a light bulb face? Because mm. he saw a light bulb in the fog. Do you know the science behind the red light? The science? Yeah, there's science behind using red lights. Um, oh, I thought you meant like... The science behind the fake reindeer having a oh, red nose. No, no, no. No, go on. Um, red is the longest wavelength in the spectrum of our of visible light. Oh, so you can see it further away? Right. That's why uh, all emergency responders have red lights that flash, so you can see them coming from further away. Oh. Um, it also, um, it actually, like, w- during the night, if you use a red light, uh, your eyes can adjust to the darkness faster than oh. if you used a uh, regular light or a, a light on the other end of the spectrum. Well, thank goodness for Santa that this uh, mutant had a red nose. That's though. right. So then World War II rolls around. They stop giving the book away. They had given away all the subsequent Christmases between you know its origin. And, and, and then one of the reasons they stopped doing it is because Rudolph was a vaguely German name. Oh, he had changed the name ah. from Rollo to Rudolph okay. by the time it got published. But Rudolph is a vaguely German name, yeah. and they didn't want to associate with Germany, you know, because they yeah. were the bad guys at It's the bad time. for the brand. But as soon as World War II was over, they, they brought it right back, 
during that in, in interstitial, what, was he like Gary the reindeer? No, I think they just either gave away something else or didn't have oh. one because there was a. I, actually, no, I no, they didn't give anything away because they were conserving, um, you know, materials for the war effort and what have you. Right. You know, saving their aluminium and what whatnot. Yes. Afterwards, there was a demand to actually buy the book, and Montgomery Wards knew if they sold the rights to it, there would be a legal, you know, kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Thank you. No problem. And it would just look bad on them if they, you know, stole this the rights of this reindeer from this man who brought them the story of his dying wife and child. <laughs> so they gave May the rights to the go child sell it. Dying, right? No, the, okay. the child is fine. So they gave the rights to May to to go sell the book and stuff, and and but he stayed on with Montgomery Ward. They were the ones who commissioned the song. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Go find us a songwriter," and they had suggested some, and maybe he should have gone with them. But he went with his brother-in-law, Johnny <laughs> Johnny Marks. Marks basically wrote the song. The, the The story I read was that he said he went in and wrote it in an hour, which doesn't sound that hard because the story is already there. You just kind of yeah. got to... Make a, a sort of catchy tune. Exactly. But a couple of things that I read say that he probably had that sort of figured out, then went in and, for an hour and, and wrote it, sure. air quotes, wrote it. So he seems like a sketchy dude a little bit, and, and in that he only gave Bob May five percent of the the royalties oh, yeah. from the song that you know he brought to him, and then it you know it made Johnny Marks huge and and rich. Mm-hmm. So that's you know bullshit. Yeah. The one thing it does add to the story of Rudolph the song it adds the other reindeer. Those guys' names are from the poem "A Visit from Saint Nicholas" by Clement Moore. So they added the names of all the reindeer, which they got from the A Visit from Santa Claus poem, Clement Moore. And the Visit from Santa is, uh, which was oh, the night before the, Christmas. The intro thing? The, yeah, and all Dasher, through the house. You know yeah, so that, okay. that beginning part, you know, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, but do you know, recall the most famous reindeer of all? By that point, that poem was public domain. <laughs> and it had added to the lore of Santa just like everything subsequently had and we've got you know the story of santa based on all these little lies little lies here and there (laughs) (laughs) that's the song it's written so gene autry is we know him well you don't because you don't know anything but when i think of gene autry i think of him as like a you know a country singer and uh something my grandparents liked sure but at the time he was a children's song artist he was like a johnny karate situation (laughs) okay I believe he longed to to be like a real artist and taken seriously, but that's a different story. But he was looking for his follow up, like to whatever his last children's hit was. He he was given Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. He didn't like it, but his wife did, and she was like, "Maybe you should re- you should record this." So it's the middle of summer, nineteen forty nine, and he is recording his Christmas stuff, you know, to get it ready for Christmas. Sure, and he has the place for a couple hours. And he records three songs, and there's not enough time for another song. And he's reminded that he has this Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So he shows the music to his band. They record it in one take. And it ends up as the B-side to If It Doesn't Snow on Christmas, which is not a Christmas song that we know where we'll be covering on this, because who? Yeah. What is what is that? <laughs> and it be- it becomes a huge hit. It gets so big that it ends up being... It shoots to number one. Where it lands... In the number one spot, it ends up being the first number one song of, of 1950. 
you know, yeah. because the Christmas season is right there at the end. So, right. so Gene Autry's is the first recorded version. It ends up at number one. So this is it, Sky. This is Gene Autry singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen Comet, Cupid and Donner and Blitzen But do you recall The most famous reindeer of all Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer It's pretty straightforward. Had a yeah. shiny nose And Such if a weird you song. ever saw it <laughs> You would even say it's just a story about a reindeer who's different. All yeah. of the other sure is. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is with it. <laughs> Are you going to tell me? Uh, yeah, when we get there. Oh, okay. So there have been a lot of adaptations of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Before there was a song in 1948, there's an eight-minute cartoon that I know you've probably seen and ignored because it's probably not that good because I know that's how I... <laughs> feel about it between 1955 and 1962 there were rudolph the red-nosed reindeer stories in dc's annuals their holiday annuals Uh for those years so there's some comics for you because i know you like a comic book sky i do like a comic book obviously the big one is the rankin bass version from 1964 sure you know he goes and meets the the misfit toys and there's that elf and there's yukon cornelius yukon cornelius and an abominable snowman yeah you know all the standard Christmas things. You gotta, you got. I mean, the, it's it's a it's a song with two verses. That's <laughs> like you gotta fill it out. I know. But Burl Ives is the snowman in that, and he sings the song. He's uh, an alumni of the same college I went to, so Eastern Illinois University. In case you were, were, were curious, mm-hmm. but here's Burl Ives. They all start with that that list of other reindeer, the ones that you remember. Yeah. Here's this one that we made up for this song. I think this is probably the version I've heard the most. It's definitely one of the more popular ones. For lives. I don't know that he's to a regular person related. Or not related. If he's, that he's a... They never left poor Rudolph Associated with much more than Christmas And so on and so forth mm-hmm. So do you Before I go any further do you, you said there's not a lot of wiggle room There's nothing to change up mm-hmm. Is that why you hate it? No I, I don't like the message of the story Oh that you get bullied until you're useful? Yep I mean Yeah that does suck <laughs> Cause yeah they... As someone who's never been useful You don't <laughs> relate to Rudo. No. Yeah, the 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 other reindeer are just pieces of shit to him all the time and then uh, make fun of him because of his deformity. And then all of a sudden he's useful, so they strap him to the front and use him until he's not useful and then like they don't ever address Rudolph again. Well, I think he's just the lead until he's dead. Well, no. The song in, doesn't go much further than that Christmas. Yeah, but here's Eve. the deal. In any other depiction of Santa, you don't see Rudolph at the front. You just got the regular reindeer. Well, it just depends on when that depiction of Santa is, Sky. Because I didn't go further in the adaptations, but there are two sequels to the Rankin Bass Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer starring Rudolph. There's <laughs> Rudolph's Shiny New Year, and there's Rudolph <laughs> and Frosty's Christmas in July. So Rudolph <laughs> is still there, Sky. He's hanging about. 
there's two other adaptations. There's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the movie from 1998, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the Island of Misfit Toys in 01. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Rudolph, Rudolph, he got himself some play. <laughs> He's got some exposure. I mean, you're absolutely right. It is about people being shitty until they see value in you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then use you. Yeah. For their own gain. Which I guess in this instance is the world's gain, but also it's, it's a dick move. They they don't address how Santa felt about Rudolph in this, but I would like to think that he was at least nice to him. To his face, at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Behind, when he was talking to Jessica, his wife, he was probably like... <laughs> Man, look at that monster out there. Jeez, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna turn it into sausage. I don't even like yeah. looking at it. I don't want to eat it though. Ugh. I'll feed it to the elves. They'll eat anything. Feed it to the other reindeer. But so you say? Makes a fly. <laughs> you said that. You said that there's not a lot of wiggle room in this. Yeah. So this is Dean Martin's version. I've I've cued it up to where it gets weird to me. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa weird came so drunk. to say. Rudolph met your nose so bright Won't you guide my sleigh tonight Then I'll the Where is Santa from? Turkey Is that it? He gives Santa this weird accent <laughs> He's Look, it's Dean Martin He is probably oh, five whiskeys in He's hamboned the entire time But... It's just such a weird, out-of-nowhere thing that Santa has this weird Eastern <laughs> European, like, weird accent. Well, I mean, St. Nicholas is from Turkey. There's a book. It's called The Autobiography of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And it takes all of the legends of Santa and, like, puts them all in one story as to why they're different everywhere. Mm. And uh, and it's, it's a pretty good read. It's interesting. <laughs> Japan. He's called Annual Gift Man. I don't think they address Japan. <laughs> Sky, as you know, I like to annoy you, so here's here's a different version of this. It's the fucking chip. There it is. God damn it. She looks like the fucking worst. It's terrible, huh? It's, it's the worst. But it's pitched up. That's hilarious. Listen, that made someone a lot of money, man. It did. His name is Fred. His name is Dave Seville, actually. I think that's the actual person, isn't it? I don't know. I think Dave was a person. I don't think they were Fred a real also chipmunk. did it. Remember Fred? Oh, from the Nickelodeon TV show? I think YouTube first. It was YouTube first, yeah. Nickelodeon TV show. Whatever, he also made a shitload more money than yep. he did. And that sucks. Yeah. It's not great. Sky. Yeah. That's the sordid history of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. A brief overview of a reindeer with a red nose and a dead mom. <laughs> The reindeer has a dead no, mom? No, just... Well, actually, probably. a dead mom. In the Rankin-Bass, his mom is still alive. Okay. His dad is Dasher or something, or Prancer or something. I don't know. He's seriously disappointed in his son. Yeah. He makes him put that thing over his nose to hide his deformity. It's true. He did have a cap. <laughs> uh, I got this special nose cap made for you, son. They're reindeer. Why do they even care? 
I mean, they got a lot of feelings. They literally have they one thing to do all year. They have the rest of the year to be fucking bigots. <laughs> oh, Christmas. <laughs> so that's the tragic and weird tale of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, where a man who invented the whole story got screwed out of most of the money, and when he hears it, he's reminded that his wife died. Cool. Don't Merry you, Christmas. Don't you like it? It's the best. It's way better than Sleigh Ride. Uh, where, you mean where they were just like, what if we wrote a good song? Yeah, what if we just wrote a, a nice, jazzy, cool song? <laughs> to remind us of coldness. That's not as fun. <laughs> makes for a better song. <laughs> but it, it, it doesn't have as much for me to say. Yeah. Sky, join, will you join us next week, Sky? I suppose so. You're legally obligated to. It's true. I did uh, commit. We are going to we're going to take a look at Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Sweet. I don't think there's a lot of versions of that. Luckily, I don't think so. But it's fun, and I like it. It's one of the weirds, or not weird, but it's one of the only songs that has broken into the well, Christmas uh, canon. We'll, we'll address that, and uh, there's a video that I'll reference that explains why. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that it it sounds. It it fits in with the rest of them. It, We'll go, that's for next week, Sky. Don't people are going to be all like confused? They'll be like, "You already said all this last week," <laughs> but they'll say that next week. Mm-hmm. You know how confusing things can be. That's true. So, everyone, join us next week where we'll do some more of this. Yay! Follow uh, pop culture. What is it? Failed pop culture? Is that our? You've heard Twitter? me say it like a hundred times. Okay, so it's failed pop culture without the e at the end. Yes, yes, I did it. Remember when you used to say it, failed pop culture without the e, but. There are two E's, and then I made you add at the end. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. Follow our Twitter, Failed Pop Culture, without the E at the end. All right, damn it, no, it's... What is it? Failed Pop Culture? <laughs> I said it yes. too many times. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Failed Pop Culture, with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me, I'm Matt Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair, and if you follow Sky or me or the show Twitter, you can... You can, you can follow the playlist that we're posting there. There's a playlist for each song. For Christmas. Yeah. Well, there's a playlist for each song if you want to be an insane person and just listen to the same song different ways over and over again. 80 minutes of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> You'll notice each... Probably if you look at each playlist, there's less versions of each one because it's just <laughs> like... I'm, I'm, not, I'm less excited to listen to the same song over and over each time. Mm-hmm. We're only three into this. <laughs> But the the good one is the is the real playlist. I keep adding songs. Uh, I added some in sync earlier today. Nice. So check that out. It's a good playlist. It's only nineteen songs or twenty songs long so far. But my personal Christmas playlist is three hundred songs long. <laughs> so do with that what you will. Stay frosty, everyone. Tell the people goodbye, Sky. Goodbye, Sky. Yay. <laughs> No stockings on the shelves, no Santa's merry elves, not another song about bells. Why are there so many songs about